Blog Talk Radio.
friend of sinners We have strayed so far away We've cut down people in your name But the sword was never ours to swing Jesus, friend of sinners The truth becomes so hard to see The world is on their way to you But they're tripping over me Always looking around but never looking up I'm so double-minded A plank-eyed saint with dirty hands And a heart divided Oh, Jesus Friend of sinners Open our eyes to the world At the end of our pointing fingers Let our hearts be Led by mercy Help us reach with open hearts And open doors Oh Jesus, friend of sinners Break our hearts for what breaks yours Jesus, friend of sinners The one who's running in the sin May the righteous turn away And the stones fall from their hands Help us to remember We are
we 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 are welcome to the Lord's Tower, everyone. Praise the Lord. We're going to uh, continue with another Bible study of Genesis chapter four and five. And before we begin chapter four, I want to say that uh, in chapter three, fifteen, God said these words to Adam and Eve and Satan. He says, "I will also put an enmity between thee and the woman." God speaking, between thy seed and, and her seed, she should bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. And so we see the Lord, uh, uh, we see the Lord uh, bruising the devil's head, the devil's kingdom, in other words, the devil's kingdom. And we see uh, Satan Bruising, uh, bruising the Lord to the cross where he died, which a, a crown was put over the head of the Lord, and, and um, and how painful it was for him to die on the cross. And so we can see the battle between good and evil, light and darkness. Praise the Lord. And so it's there in Genesis one fifteen. Now Genesis, uh, I'm sorry, three fifteen. In Genesis four, we're going to read. Uh, uh, the outcome of the word of God, because God's word will be fulfilled in season or out of season. Go ahead. Begin to uh, verse 1. Afterward, the man knew his wife, which conceived and bare him, and said, I have obtained a man by the Lord. So it says afterward, afterward, after the falling in the garden. Uh, the word afterward is usually the word following. After. Well, we, 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 you don't use the word uh, afterward much. When we're writing, yes, but when we're speaking, we say after. This happened, that happened. So we know that what happened first was the falling of man. And so the Bible says that the man knew his wife, which was conceived and bare Cain, and said, I have obtained a man by the Lord. Praise God. In other words, she was grateful that God has given her a son. She had, uh, she had a is like a gift uh, because the Bible says that children are a gift of God so she will be ungrateful. Go ahead, verse 2. And again she brought forth his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep and Cain was a tiller of the ground. We, we see the two uh, works right in Genesis. Uh, Abel was, uh, uh, was a keeper of the sheep in other words, Abel was a pastor, shepherd, pastor. He was a pastor. The keeper of the sheep was a pastor. Cain was a tiller of the ground. Uh, Cain was an industry, uh, was a work, was, was the type of work he chosen, tiller of the ground. The ground can produce so much when you tiller the ground, uh, food bearer. I mean, there's so much, um, that the ground can give you when you work the ground. But this, this was the two professions that one pastor, one minister, and the other one uh, was more making money out of the ground than, than the sheep. So uh, Abel was a type of Christ, in other words, a pastor, a shepherd. He was a type of Christ. Uh, but Cain was a type of the world today, which is just um, producing and making money. Income, producing an income. That's what we see. One care for the things of God, the other one care for the things of his world, in other words. So Cain's heart and mind you know, was in the world. 
and we should not love the world, the Bible says. But Abel loved God, and so he took care, he took care of the sheep. That's what a pastor uh, needs to do. Verse 3. And in process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought an oblation unto the Lord of the fruit of the ground. Uh, we see that Cain knew to pay his tithes and offering. Whether he did it right or wrong is the question. And we see that he did it wrong because God was not pleased, and I believe God was not pleased with Abel also because Abel did not choose the right profession. Because if we are in this world, we are not of the world. We are not to be caught up in the things of the world just on making money. Money is good for everything, the Bible said, but it's not going to help you on your salvation. Your salvation comes from the Lord. So our life must be to please in the Lord than please, than please in the world. And so came from the beginning within the things of the world, was focusing, was focusing more on making money. But Ava was totally different, taking care of the sheep. Praise the Lord. And we see that uh, uh, Cain was very religious. Because Cain brings an offering to the Lord, very religious, very Catholic. Go ahead. And Abel also himself brought of the first fruits of his sheep, and of the far of them, fat of them. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. We see that uh, Abel did the same thing that Cain, his older brother, did. He brought uh, an offering, but Abel was not religious. Cain was, and you're going to notice that Cain was very religious, but Abel was not religious. Abel was more in obedience to God and his word and relationship and keeping God's commandments because he brings the, the first fruit, specifically the first fruit, which they bought, brought, of his sheep and the fat of them, the best of them, to the Lord. The fat was referring to the best. The best sheep, the, the right sheep. He made sure his sacrifice would have been pleasing to the Lord by picking the best. The father then talks about all the, the ones that were not sick. He was, he, his action was the action of a high priest. The action of Abel. Because he brought the best. He brought the one that was not sick, was not hurt, did not have a broken leg, did not have a missing eye, and was not defective by any means. So Abel was, by picking the right animal to sacrifice to the Lord, he had the attitude, the behavior, and the obedience of a high priest in his offering to the Lord, because that was the job God commanded in the book of Leviticus to the high priest Aaron and his sons. When they brought the sacrifice, they had to make sure the sacrifice was, was, was perfect, was correct, was done right. Because the Lord is just not anybody. You cannot just give God whatever. You have to give God what God demands from each and one of us, brothers and sisters. And this is one of the mistakes people make when they bring their offering to God. They don't biblically bring the right offering. But they bring whatever they think is okay, but not right. But Abel did not have this uh, behavior. The behavior of Abel was a, a careful, obedient, and keeping God's commandments, bringing the right offering to God to please God. 
and his heart was to please God. And when God saw what Abel did, the Bible said that uh, Abel himself brought the first fruit of the sheep, the fat of them, and the Lord had respect unto Abel. I respected Abel because what Abel did was the right thing. He acted very righteous in his behavior, in his choosing for the Lord. So God respects what he did. In other words, the, 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 the Hebrew word for respect is approved. God approved what, what Abel did because Abel did it with uh, reverence and fear and honor to God. And when you honor God this way, God, the Bible tells you in Psalm, he will honor you. You honor the Lord, the Lord will honor you. And that's why the Lord is showing his approval to Abel because of his fear to the Lord. Verse 5. But unto Cain and to his offering he had no regard, wherefore Cain was exceedingly wroth, and his countenance fell down. Now, Cain noticed that what he has done, his actions, were not correct before the Lord. And he did it not with a reverence and fear of God. He totally uh, did it with, with disrespect to God. His offering speak of himself being obedient, respecting and fearing the Lord and keeping the Lord's commandments. And that's what not. That's what Cain did not do. He did not fear the Lord as Abel did, being careful and bringing the, this offering. Even when, when, when you fast for the Lord, you have to be careful when you fast for the Lord because you must do everything for the Lord with a reverent fear in seeking to please the Lord or the fasting or the, your giving to God will not please God. It will not go well with thee when it's not pleasing to the Lord. But Abel was careful. Cain was not. Cain, what he did, the Lord disregarded his offering because it was not an offering of tents given to the Lord with fear to the Lord, but it was a careless act of him regarding to the commandment of the Lord and the commandment to offering to the Lord. What would be best, or what 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 will be approved by the Lord? Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Go ahead, verse uh, seven. Then the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth, and why is thy countenance cast down? Immediately, the attitude of Abel tells you what kind of person he was. He angry immediately with God. You know, he, 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 he treated God in other words like he would treat anyone else. He'd anger, he got really anger with God. He robbed. I mean, it's exceedingly anger. When you rob, you are exceedingly anger. You're disres- he disrespected God with his actions. Not only with his sacrifice, with his actions too. Brothers and sisters. And I believe this is, this, this is how the world the world today is seeking to please God. We're given uh, even to the poor or given to churches, uh, not from uh, from a sacrifice point of view, or a respect or a reverence, but whatever is left over 
whatever quarter they can throw to the churches, not caring for the need of the churches, for the need of the poor. There are behavior today, people are behaving today as Cain behaved in the garden, or as Cain behaved in the beginning in Genesis, toward God, because it is toward God. Whatever you do to one of my little one, you do unto me, says the Lord Jesus. So he was he was doing this unto to the Lord. His behavior, people's behavior today are not pleasing unto God. No fear, no reverence unto the Lord. And you know that fear to the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. They have no wisdom today toward God because they have no fear. That's why they have they lack wisdom to make the right choices and the right decisions. Because when you get angry at God, you're immediately acting without any fear. You're acting in the flesh, in the desire of your flesh. When you rob like Cain, you're not reverence God. You're not acting in the fear and the wisdom of the Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Go ahead. Verse if thou do well, shalt thou not be accepted? And if thou does not well, sin lies at the door. Also unto thee, his sire shall be subject, and thou shalt rule over him. We are in the world, and we're not of the world, the Bible says. But when we when we are in the world, like uh, sin is in the world, you go to the bar to drink, you're going to sin. Even going to the theater, because some of the movie has so, so much pornographic on it. So if, when you get involved in the world, you're going to sin. And, 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 and before you fall comes pride, the Bible said. So before you sin, pride comes. So the world's going to make you prideful. The more prideful it makes you, the more sin will be at the door of your life. But if you stay away from, from the world, from the things of the world, you can be in the world, but stay away from the things of the world, from going to the bar, to the club. You will be avoiding sinning. You'll be avoiding the things that are not pleasing unto the Lord. Because sin is at the door. You open the door in the bar, and what do you think is there? Sin is at the door. You know, half naked women at the door of the, of the, of the bar. You open the door, sin is at the door. You go to Hooters, sin is at the door. You open the door, what do you see? So, you know, you go to the beach. You went to the beach. What is where sin at the door? So you have to avoid these things because sin is at the door. And that's what God is saying to Cain. Go ahead, verse 8. Then Cain spake unto Abel his brother. And when they were in the field, Cain rose up against Abel his brother and slew him. Now we see the fight between good and evil. We see how Cain was of the, the evil one, the Bible said. But Abel was righteous. His action was righteous. His obedience, his submission to God, to keeping his commandment, he was righteous. Abel was righteous. But Cain immediately rose up. The world will come against you. As a Christian, if you get involved in the world, let me tell you what's going to happen. It's going to come against you and, and kill you. How many Christians have been killed by the world today? They're in our walking dead in the world today in sin. Because as they got involved in the world, it killed them. As 
Abel listened to his brother and killed him. They just killed him. Go ahead, verse 9. Then the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? Who answered, I cannot tell. Am I my brother's keeper? There is. The world doesn't, doesn't respond well to God. God is calling the world to repent things. But the world don't want to hear it. Don't want to be obedient because they're not of God. That God, that's why Jesus said that he had chosen us from the world, and we're in the world, but we're not of the world. Because the world has nothing to do with God. They don't want to listen to him. They mock his word. They mock his name. And whoever mocks his name doesn't come without any punishment, the Bible says. And that's why people get in punishment, because every time they mock the name of the Lord, that should not uh, use the name of the Lord in vain, because it doesn't come without any punishment, the Bible says. Verse 10. Again he said, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood cries unto me from the earth. There you go. When Christians are, are being killed on the, on the earth, the blood of those Christians cry out to heaven and to God. And God will take vengeance on those nations that are killing those Christians because they belong to the Lord. They have given their life to Jesus. And they belong to God. And God will take vengeance on them. That's why, that's why judgment is coming to the world. Because how the world is killing God's messengers. Now therefore, thou art cursed from the earth, which hath opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. You see, when a Christian is killed, that opens the door for curse. The earth gets cursed when a Christian gets killed. And that opened the door for more evil to come upon those nations. And that's why the killing in the Middle East doesn't stop because they have killed Christians. And they become cursed because the word has been spoken by God already. And it's going to come to pass. It's not going to return boy. It was spoken in Genesis. And when they kill Christians in the Middle East, that word is going to be fulfilled. More murder, more killing will come. More curses will come upon their lives. Go ahead. When thou shalt tell the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength. A vagabond and a runagate shall thou be in the earth. That is the lack of food. The earth doesn't give back in her strength. That is the lack of food. And that's exactly what we're having on the earth today, especially in the Middle East and those countries. People are going hungry the more every day, every year, the more hunger. It's taking over that land. Why? Because of the killing of Christians, the blood of the innocent, the blood of children, innocent children on the seven they kill, they rape and abuse. Those blood that comes on the ground, they cry out to God, the Creator, and the more hunger they will become. Then Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. There you go. There's a cry to the people on the earth because of the land is cursed. It's not producing. They till the land, but it's not producing. Why? Because of their killing, the evil. And then they say they cannot bear all this evil. They cannot bear it. Why? Because it's, it's why you why you why you uh, hallelujah why you plant is what you're gonna sow. You're going to reap what you saw. You're going to reap what you saw. And that's what they're reaping. 
evil because evil is what they're planting. So that, that's the evil going on in the Middle East and around the world. And we have to point it out in the Word of God. It's there. Go ahead. Behold, thou hast cast me out this day from the earth, and from thy face shall I be hid, and shall be a vagabond and a renegade in the earth. And whosoever findeth me shall slay me. There you go. Uh huh. There will be so much slay coming up in the tribulation. This here is a type of the tribulation. Point, pointing from the beginning, pointing the end. Go ahead, read the, the, the other part. Then the Lord said unto him, Doubtless whosoever slayeth Cain, he shall be punished sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark upon Cain, lest any man finding him should kill him. There you go. God marked him. And, and God lest any man find him to kill him. In other words, to protect them. Some say this is a this is a part of the 144,000, the mark that God put on the forehead to deliver them. But the mark that God put on Cain, I believe, is, is the same action that was going to happen with these people that turned into zombie in the tribulation and werewolf. They are being marked for the evil, and they're going to pain, and people are going to chase them and kill them as they kill Cain afterwards. We know. Go ahead. Then Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod towards the east side of Eden. Then we see that uh, Cain left from the presence of the Lord. What are you doing leaving the presence of God? Instead of staying around your brothers and sisters in the presence of the Lord, Cain left from the presence of the Lord. Don't you, don't you do such a thing. If you are in the presence of the Lord where you are, where God have you be, stay there. Because God is going to bless you and bless your life and bless your family. There are many Christians live in the presence of the Lord to go about around the, the earth seeking, no, I don't know why, but they're living in the presence of God. Go ahead. Cain also knew his wife, which conceived and bore Enoch. And he built a city and called the name of the city by the name of his son, Enoch. There you go. He knew his wife. By this time, Adam and Eve, I believe, did not have any daughter yet. So how is it that Cain found a wife when Adam and Eve was the first man and woman God made me? I believe that was the devil works there, at work. Because the Bible talks about the seed of the devil. What is the seed of the devil? The seed of the devil is the sons and daughters because the seed of Adam and Eve are his sons and daughters. I believe there were daughters of the devil on the land. Because the devil, after he deceived Adam and Eve, he was already producing sons and daughters on the earth. And we, we know that by the parable that Jesus gave his disciples, uh, the wheat and tear, that an enemy came in the middle of the night and planted his seed. Talking about the devil in the garden. The devil in Genesis planted his seed, his own sons and daughters. And for them to grow up together. And that's all the wondering. But Jesus explained Genesis 4 when he gave the parable of the wheat and tear. I believe that is exactly what happened in Genesis. Because Jesus said his enemy came, Satan came, and, and planted his own seed when the good men had planted the weed, the, the good seed. 
Go ahead. So Enoch was born Arab, and Arab begot Mahujal, and Mahujal begot Methushal, and Methushal begot Lamech. I believe here that the the seed of Adam and Eve, which was Abel, Cain, I'm sorry, Cain, and then the seed of the devil, which was one of the daughters of the devil, when they came together, the two seeds, now they're producing sons and daughters. And you see that, look at the behavior of the sons and daughters. None of them is calling the name of God. None of them are going to church or building church to go see God and praise God and bring sacrifice to God. None of them, absolutely. When you read that, I want you to notice that they are very, they're worth, uh, worldly. They're all about the world. It's all about having riches and CD and this and that. Because now you got two seeds. The seed of Adam and Eve, the seed of, the seed of man, the DNA of man, and the DNA of demon. The demonic both two DNA that the devil wanted to create from the beginning. Why did he want to mingle the two DNA, put them together? Isn't our government doing that today? Mingle the, uh, putting together the DNA of animal and man, the DNA of uh, human and demon? That's exactly what they're doing in Area 51. The DNA of demon and the DNA of human they're putting together to make super soldier, they call. The same thing they did in Genesis, that the devil did in Genesis, is doing today. There's no difference in case you're surprised by this teaching. But I got to tell you, it's happening today also. The Nephthali in Genesis chapter 6, we're going to read it in the next Bible study. Do the same thing. They put the two DNA together with men and women. And what do they get? Giants, which is another type of two DNA together. So in Genesis, Satan put the DNA of demon and human together to have sons and daughters. That's why we got so much uh, demonic people today on the earth, demonic humans, because the DNAs are together. Go ahead. And Lamech took to him two wives. The name of the one was Adam, and the name of the other, Selah. And Adam bears Nabal, who was the father of such as dwell in the tents and of such as have cattle. Demons have identified themselves with these names. Some demons, if you look up the names, some of the names online, they are related with demons, demonic forces. The name of these women. And that helps you understand even more. Go ahead. And his brother's name was Jabal, who was the father of all that played on the harp and organ. We see the being born of the world music. Harp and organs. Now the club needs to have, get to have instruments. Club and bards now. They, they made this in Genesis. These, these worldly music can't come from the devil, demonic. They used to be worshippers of God in heaven, but now they're fallen demons, and now they're making music for the world to entertain the flesh, God. And Silla also bore to Balkan, who cunningly every craft of brass and of iron, and the sister of Balkan was Nama. There you go. Weapons. They begin to make weapons. A lot of the weapons that government and country have today have demonic uh, intelligence in them. 
demon had told him exactly how to make these weapons as they did in Genesis. Go ahead. Then Lamech said unto his wives, Ada and Selah, Hear my voice, ye wives of Lamech. Hearken unto my speech, for I will slay a man in my womb, and a young man to mine hurt. There you go, violence. They introduced violence in the beginning, slaying a man. Yeah, we know that Cain and Abel introduced them. But Abel went to heaven. He was saved. But Cain's seed continued to promote violence. Go ahead. But Cain shall be avenged sevenfold, surely Lamech seventy times sevenfold. There you go. The violence increased. Cain was sevenfold, and that was seventy times fall. In other words, the violence increased. The evil on the earth after they, after Abel found out demon, demonic wife of his, Mary her and her children were her. Now the two DNA came together. Now the children came even worse, and that's what we have today. He was mocking God. They're mocking God. That's the mocking of God. Is Revelation thirteen. The beast mock God. I want to read it to you because it is the same behavior of he mocking God. In Genesis, there's nothing new under the sun, Solomon said. So when you read that, you have to go into the word and say, wait a minute. If Solomon says there's nothing new under the sun, then it has to be in the word. It's called Revelation 13. I want you to see in Revelation 13, what does the beast who is the Seed of the devil, the same seed of the devil we see in Revelation 13. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Here in Revelation uh, 13, 6. Hallelujah. Uh, I'm going to read in verse 5. And there was given unto him a mouth that spoke great things and blasphemy. And power was given unto him to do two and forty months. And he opened his mouth in the two and forty months, the same thing that Daniel see in Daniel chapter 12, verse 6. And he opened up his mouth unto blasphemy against God. Who he blasphemed? Read, read what Genesis there says. Genesis uh, uh, 4, 24. Go ahead. If Cain shall be avenged sevenfold, surely Lamech seventy times sevenfold. And God has said before that, that whoever slew Cain will be avenged seven times four. And he go blaspheming God now. And in, 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 in Revelation 13, 6, and he opened his mouth unto blaspheming against God, to blaspheme the, his, name, his name, Jehovah, in his tabernacle with the Jewish people, the Abrahamic, and then then that dwell in heaven, the bride. Now us, he's blaspheming also us. Why is he blaspheming us? Because he knows the bride. He couldn't stop the bride from going home in the rapture, but he's blaspheming her now. Go ahead. Again, and she bare a son, and she called his name Seth, for God said, She hath appointed me another seed for Abel, because Cain slew him. There you go. I want you to notice after God gave Adam and Eve another son, Seth, I want you to notice the behavior of Seth, who was a pure DNA, to the behavior of Cain's descendant who was a mis-demonic DNA. 
I want you to notice the two. What's the behavior they are? And Brother Ben is going to begin to read. Chap- oh, one more. Okay, one more. And then, go ahead. And to the same Seth also there was born a son, and he called his name Enosh. Then he began, no, then began men to call upon the name of the Lord. There you go. The seed of Seth, what did they do? They began to worship God. They began to serve God. They began to consecrate their life to God. They began to call upon the name of the Lord. And the Bible says, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Shall be saved. You see? Talking about relationship with God. They begin immediately their relationship with God. Because that was a pure DNA. The demonic DNA is not going to do that. Now Genesis 5. Brother Ben, go ahead. This is the book of the generations of Adam. In the day that God created man, in the likeness of God made he him. Male and female created he them, and blessed them, and called their name Adam in the day when they were created. Now, look, this is already in chapter 2 of Genesis. Why is God beginning again with man? I tell you why. Because, because man now has fallen through Cain. They got together DNA, a human and demon. So God's not going to call a human and demon their sons and daughters. No, no way. So God began new with Adam and Eve before he passed away to have another son that can produce a pure DNA for God to keep and preserve the pure DNA through Adam and Eve. Brothers and sisters, this is what's going on here. Because the, the DNA of a Cain was already mixed with demonic DNA, with the seed of Satan. Brothers and sisters, go ahead. And Adam lived 130 years and begat a son in his own likeness, after his image, and called his name Seth. In other words, God is teaching us, look, Seth was pure. That was pure. He was in the likeness and image of Adam, which Adam is in the likeness and image of God, of Jesus, brothers and sisters. He was Adam was in the likeness and image of God. Seth was in the likeness and image of Adam. The DNA of Adam and Eve was pure, but the DNA of the descendant of Cain was not pure. Was mingled, was mixed. Together with the DNA of demon, fallen demon, Satan and his demon. Go ahead, brother. And the days of Adam, after he had begotten Seth, were 800 years, and he begat sons and daughters. There you go. Where they said, found his wife. The Bible is very clear, very specific, where they said, found his wife. Adam and Eve have sons and daughters. Right there in verse 4. It explains to you that Adam and Eve have sons and daughters. From where they say found his wife, on a daughter of a sister, we will say of Adam and Eve. Go ahead, verse 5. And all the days that Adam lived were 930 years, and he died. There you go. He did not made it to one day of the Lord, which is 1,000 years. 
That's why we have to have a new millennium because men were not, were not obedient to 1,000 years. And though 1,000 years spoken in Genesis has to be fulfilled, and that's what is called the 1,000-year the, the kingdom of Christ on earth. Brothers and sisters, verse 6. And Seth lived 105 years and begot Enos. Enos. Yeah, he begot Enos. When he was 105, he he began to have descendants immediately, verse 7. And Seth lived after he begot Enosh 807 years and begot sons and daughters. There you go. Besides all the daughters and sons that Adam and Eve had, now Seth had sons and daughters. Now the earth is even because you have maybe 100, I would say, I'm using a number, Hundreds of daughters from Adam and Eve and sons, and hundreds of daughters from, from say. So now, it was easy for the population to begin to, the purity to begin to multiply. Go ahead, verse 8. And all the days of Seth were 912 years, and he died. He died short of uh, a few, uh, 22 years of his father, around there. So he he died younger than Adam, his father, who was who died on nine hundred and thirty years, and he, he this one died at twelve. So you 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 subtract and you see the number there. And verse uh, nine. And Enosh lived ninety years and begat Canaan. On ninety years he he had Canaan. Go ahead. And Enosh lived after he begat Canaan. 815 years, and he begat sons and daughters. Now God began to, to Enosh to be, begin to bless him, because this is a gift of God, daughters and sons are a gift of God, and they began to multiply sons and daughters, besides the sons and daughters of Adam and Eve, besides the sons and daughters of Seth, and now the sons and daughters of Enosh, the son of Seth. Brothers and sisters having sons and daughters, hundreds more. Verse 11. And all the days of Enosh were 905 years, and he died. See, his father died at 912. Adam's grandfather died at 930. He died at 905, so he was short of 25 years there of his grandfather. And at 5, he was short of 7 years, uh, verse 12. And Canaan lived 70 years and begot Mahalalel. Likewise, Canaan lived seven, 17 years in Begar Matusalem. When he was 17, he was very young. Seven, 70 years, okay, 70 years. So he was 70 back then, could have been very young. Verse 13. And Canaan lived after he begot Mahalalel 840 years and begat sons and daughters. There you go. So. They begot Canaan live after he began Matusalem 840 years. We see a shorter there, 60 years or 70 years. After he began to have sons and daughters, God began to, uh, sooner in years, to multiply the race with sons and daughters. Verse 14. And in all the days of Canaan were 910 years, and he died. So he, he even lived older than his father, which is a good thing. It's how you live and walk with God. God is the one who knows when we're going to die, live and die. Amen. Verse 15. And Mahalalel lived 
sixty and five years and beget Jared. There you go. He was a young man, sixty five years old, and he begat Jared. He immediately God began to, to make him fruitful and multiply. Go ahead, verse sixteen. And Mahalalel lived after he begat Jared eight hundred and thirty years and begat sons and daughters. There you go. Ten years prior than his father, he God began to multiply him with sons and daughters. The race was multiplying by the thousands already. The the pure DNA. God was himself preserving by multiplying them, as he says to Adam and Eve, that he will multiply them. Go ahead. And in all the days of Mahiahalel were 895 years, and he died. So he, he five more years he would have made it to 900, but he did not. Not uh, mother fulfilled the 1,000-year mark that God has set in the garden. Which that's why we're going to have a new millennium. Verse 18. And Jared lived 160 and two years and begat Enoch. Enoch. So he not, he lived 960 years and two. Jared lived on, lived in 160 and 100 in, in two years and begat Enoch. So he got was a little older when he began to have sons and uh, sons. Go ahead. And Jared lived after he begot Enoch 800 years and begat sons and daughters. You notice that before they had sons and daughters, before for multiplying by, by the hundred, he was already 820. And all the days of Jared were 960 and two years, and he died. So he passed, Jared passed, Jared passed, uh, Adam, which nine, died at 9.30, or that his predecessor, he died at, 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 at uh, well, 962 years. That, that was close to the 1,000 years. That was sure by 28, I believe, to the 1,000 years. Go ahead. And Enoch lived 60 and 5 years and begat Methuselah. Methuselah. There you go. Enoch, then we see God blessing them because what we notice here is that God is blessing them for their obedience because they began to call upon the name of the Lord. They began to repent. They began to see God. And so the blessing of the Lord was there because they began to 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 they began to to to, to call upon the name of the Lord. And, and so that's very important. Go ahead. And Enoch walked with God after he begot Methuselah, 300 years, and beget sons and daughters. There you go. 300 years. I was very sure that his grandfather, they all went to 800 and up before they begot sons and daughters. So God began to multiply the race even younger because God already had a purpose for them. Go ahead. And all the days of Enoch were 360 and five years. 355 years. Go ahead. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. There you go. After the 300 years, God was so pleased with this generation. Because if you if you keep repenting daily, if you keep seeking the Lord daily, what's going to happen is that the Lord is going to bless you and be so pleased with you and going to rapture you. Out of this generation, God raptured Enoch. Why did he rapture him? 
because he was pleased with him. The bride of Christ needs to be wise and please the Lord, have enough oil, have enough of the Holy Spirit in order for the bride to be raptured. I want to share after this a short revelation the Lord gave me of the bride of Christ. Go ahead. And Methuselah lived 180 and seven years and begat Lamech. Amen. Methuselah, now that Enoch was taken, Methuselah needed to continue the multiplication, the blessing of the Lord. Go ahead. And Methuselah lived after he begot Lamech. 782 years and beget sons and daughters. Yeah, you go. He began to move in a younger age, 708, beget sons and daughters. That, that was, God was blessing him. Go ahead. And all the days of Methuselah were 969 years and he died. Wow. Praise the Lord. With 969 years, he has surpassed uh, Jarek, which died at 962, now he's seven years more. Tells you that God's blessing, the number seven right there, was on this man's life. Go ahead. And Lamech lived 180 and two years and begat a son. Amen. Go ahead. The blessing of the Lord. And he called his name Noah, saying that this name shall comfort us concerning our work and toil our hands because of the ground which the Lord has has cursed. They were they, although God blessing was on them and they had a bound and it was so hard they was they were still having a hard time planting you know planting because the ground was not producing as it was dead in the time of Adam and Eve. Go ahead. And Lamech lived after he begat Noah five hundred and ninety and five years. And begot sons and daughters. Amen. Praise the Lord. He begot sons and daughters after 905 years. Praise the Lord. Because God began to multiply them. Go ahead. And all the days of Lamech were 770 and 7 years, and he died. Go ahead, finish the And Noah was 500 years old, and Noah begat Shem, Ham, and Jophet. Praise the Lord. And that right there are the three that are saved. Hallelujah. That are saved. Uh, thank you, Jesus. In the ark of Noah. Thank you, Lord. So Enoch, I want to go back to Enoch because this is another rapture in Genesis, in Genesis 5:24, that we read. Wait, uh, and I apologize. My wife is cooking over there and that is recording there too. Praise the Lord. So, so in 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 Bible say Enoch walked with God, and he was no no more seen. For God took him. God raptured Enoch. He took him. That's what the rapture is. Uh, taken away, caught up in the air, taken away. I had a revelation yesterday morning that was so beautiful, and what I saw was the bride of Christ. It's a mystery. It's a mystery what I'm sharing now, because. The bride of Christ is the church, the people that are serving God, that are preparing to go home in a rapture. And when I when when I saw her, I immediately recognized this was the bride of Christ because I knew I was part of her. It was so strange, and this is strange to really describe and say what it was. But I knew that 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 was the bride of Christ because the Lord began to reveal to me about her, 
that all the believers are in one woman. In other words, I heard of, she's part of all the believers. She's one in Christ. And she was dressed in white. And I saw her that she began to walk toward getting married. And immediately what the Lord was revealing to me is that the bride of Christ is ready to be married. She is being prepared by the Lord and the Holy Spirit. She's being cleansed, she's being purified, she's being kept holy for the Lord. She's being kept pure, the bride of Christ, the true bride of Christ. And I saw her in her white dress, brothers and sisters. It was so stunning to me to see her the way I saw her because it was exactly what the Bible says in Revelation 19. If you go with me to Revelation 19, brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord that she was pure. She was ready. She had made herself ready, the Bible said. And that's what stunned me that this bride, hallelujah, this bride of Christ is ready for the Lord. She's ready. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The Bible says in Revelation 19.5, And the boys came out of the throne saying, Praise our God. And ye his servant, and ye that fear him both small and great. And I heard like a voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many water, and as the voice of strong thundering, saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God Almighty, one have reigned. Let us be, let us be glad and rejoice, and give glory to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife have made herself ready. This is what I saw in this woman that I saw, this young woman, that she was ready to be married with the Lord. She was ready. The raptured, brothers and sisters, is ready to happen. Because in the moment she goes up to the altar, she is going to marry the Lord, brothers and sisters. Let us be glad and rejoice. This is the time for us to be glad and rejoice. The Bible said, Give glory to him for the marriage of the Lamb is come. And his wife of me, her son, ready. Verse 8. And to her was granted that she should be arranged with pure fine linen and shining for the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. When I saw her white dress, I immediately, and I saw it so white, so pure, I immediately understood what it says here. For the fire linen is the righteousness of the saints. It's where the bride of Christ is now, repenting to the Lord. And as they repent, we are being cleansed with the blood of Jesus from all unrighteousness, which is sin. All unrighteousness with the sin is cleansing us and purifying us. This is why we need to continue to repent. We need to continue to call upon the name of the Lord as a generation of sad brothers and sisters. Because that is relationship with God, which is what God wants from each and one of us. To call upon the name of the Lord every day. The generation of sad began to call upon the name of the Lord right away. And they were doing this, this constantly. That was repentance. Repentance is so important to the bride of Christ. Because as we repent, we are being cleansed of the blood of Jesus. 
And the blood of Jesus is cleansing us from all unrighteousness. I hope God is speaking to your life through this teaching as it's speaking to us. Because we need to be ready. Verse 9 says, Then he said unto me, said John, Right, blessed are they which are called unto the land supper. The land supper, what supper? After the Lord is married, there will be a celebration of supper. And he said unto me, These words of God are true. In other words, they will be fulfilled. They will come to pass. Because God is not a man that he will lie to the son of man that he will repent. We need to repent because we know we lie, we can sin. But not God. God is not the son of man to repent. Brothers and sisters, he's holy. Jesus was tempted and all. Tempted and all, but did not sin. Brothers and sisters, he did not sin. Tempted and all, but did not sin. Praise the Lord. That's why we need to repent because we sin. We are being tempted and all too, brothers and sisters. We are being tempted and all, but we sin. And that's why we need repentance. Because there's so much pride, doubt, and unbelief. Brothers and sisters, in these last days, I, I share with people how Christians are doubting the Word of God, the Bible. And that is very dangerous not to believe God's Word. God's word is the truth. Jesus is the word. And you, when you don't believe the word, you don't believe Jesus. If you're doubting the word of God, you're doubting Jesus, the Son of God. You're doubting God himself because Jesus is God. And that is very dangerous because you're not believing the truth, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. It's very important that we believe God. In that we are obedient to this word. We keep God's commandment. Praise the Lord because the word of God is going to come to pass. Revelation 20, and I saw angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit, and a great chain in his hand. And he took the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil, Satan, and he bound him for a thousand years. There you go. The thousand years that the generation of Adam and Eve did not fulfill in Genesis. The adding and Eve did not fulfill in Genesis. Neither the generation are going to be established by God through his own son, Jesus, who was found perfect even though tempted and all. Bible says in verse 3, And cast him into the bottomless pit, and he shot him and sealed the door upon him, that he should not deceive the people no more till the thousand years were fulfilled. And after the, he, after, after, and after he must be loosed, for a little season. Brothers and sisters, he's going to be bound for a thousand years until the thousand years are fulfilled. Why is so important that the thousand years are fulfilled? Because God spoke out of one day in Genesis, the thousand years. And God is not a man that he will lie. The thousand years must be fulfilled because God spoke of it. If a man would have spoken of a thousand years, you would have said, well, but it was God himself who spoke of a day. And the day thou shalt eat from the fruit, and the same day thou shalt die. God wanted then to fulfill the thousand years, but God is prophesying and saying, you will not fulfill the thousand years, Adam, because I know you will sin and you will die. God prophesying to us. Verse 4. 
And I saw the seed of them that sat upon the judgment was given unto them, and I saw the soul of them that were beheaded for the for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God, which did not worship the beast, neither his image, neither had taken the mark upon the forehead nor on their hand, and they live and reign with Christ a thousand years. Those men and women that are brave to die for Christ in the tribulation, the seven year tribulation, those brave women and men. God is going to give them the privilege to reign with Christ a thousand years. You see, they're going to suffer for Christ. They were not ready for the rapture, but they suffer for Christ. And because they did not take the mark of the beast in the right hand on the forehead, the RFID ship in the right hand on the forehead, God is going to reward them to reign with Christ a thousand years. How will those that get the mark of the beast be rewarded? They will be rewarded because they will be thrown in hell. But the evil they saw, they're going to reap the evil they saw. They wanted their lives to be easy and convenient to be able to buy and sell. And God didn't sell the RFID in the right hand, thinking that they want to have all the information secure. But now they're going to be rewarded by God by to be thrown in the lake of fire also with the devil in them. See, convenience is not always good, brothers and sisters. It's better to suffer for the Lord and his word and his gospel for a short time than suffer in eternity with the devil for not keep, keeping the gospel, the commandment of God. Verse 5, But the rest of the dead of men shall not live again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. They're not going to live. They're not going to make it through. Verse blessed is the holy of ease. They have part in the first resurrection, for the for on such the second dead has no power, but they should be the priests of God and the Christ and should reign with Him a thousand years. They're going to reign with Christ with the God, Hallelujah, with Him a thousand years. It is a great miracle and a great promise because none of us have seen a thousand years that we know of, but we will reign with Christ. A thousand years on earth, it's going to be such a blessing. We'll all be abounding and blessing. The earth is going to be blessed because the curse will be lifted from the earth. Verse 7, And when the thousand years were expired, Satan should be loosed out of his prison. When God fulfilled his word in Genesis of the thousand years, Satan is going to be loosed out of the, out of the pit of hell and should go out to deceive the people. There you go. The first thing Satan does to people is deceive them. Oh, just take the RFID. It's no harm to you by giving the RFID. And you got a lot of even Christian today, churches receiving, getting the RFID on the right hand, being deceived by the system of the devil. Back in 2013, March 25th of 2013, Obama introduced the Obamacare where the RFID is part of that. Brothers and sisters, voluntarily people can take it, and they begin to take it immediately. Brothers and sisters, people taking for granted God's word. That is so sad that they have taken for granted God's word. The Bible said they should go out to the sea of people which are in the four quarters of the earth, God and Mega, to gather them together for the battle, whose number is at the sand of the sea, because people have, will multiply on the earth. They will have so much sons and daughters, like in Genesis, through the generation of Seth and the generation of Jared, and, and, and all of them. 
God multiplied them in Genesis. But God's going to multiply them again in the millennium kingdom with Christ. They will be multiplied again. The Bible says they went up to the plain of the earth and they compassed the ten of the same about. And the beloved city, Jerusalem is the beloved city, but fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. Father says no more, no more. God has put an end to the earth, the earth, the man. And I saw a great white throne, one of the set on it, from whose face fled away both the earth and heaven, and the place was no more found. And I saw the devil, great and small, stand before God. And the books were open, and another book were open, which is the book of life. And there were judged of those things, which written in the book according to the works. And the sea gave up her dead, which were in the her, the dead in, ha in hell delivered up their dead, which were in them, and they were judged every man according to the words. There you go. God is not playing around. The word of God is going to come to pass. I hope the Lord has spoken to your life with his message. And will continue to speak to you as you continue to listen to the Lord's hour. I want to ask everyone to please continue to pray for us. Our ministry, for our ministry to be multiplied and reach billions of souls before we go home in the throne. Please continue to support our ministry with your prayer and your financial support. Please pray for our financial support for God to provide to us as he had it multiplied at our hundred. In Jesus' name we are. Thank you. God bless you, my brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Blog Talk Radio.
reach out your hand and make me whole. Walk by the fire so many times, but now I'm coming in.
Father, I just pray right now that you would just impart a baptism of fire to the pioneers, for those who would go ahead, for those who are brave and courageous and are going to take steps to go ahead. Lord, I pray that you would baptize them in your spirit and baptize them in fire. walked by the fire so many times we've walked by but we just want to state to you today that we're not walking by the fire today but we're walking into the fire we're walking into the center of the fire Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Oh, shalom, shalom, brothers and sisters, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah, brothers. Welcome to the Lord Tower, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, I apologize, my son, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God, but shalom, shalom to everyone. Hope everyone is doing fine. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. He is so good, he is so wonderful, hallelujah. So welcome to the Lord Tower. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. What a day, what a day. Hallelujah. God is so good, brothers and sisters, hallelujah. I truly recommend the Lord Jesus Christ to anyone. And I will tell you, he's faithful. He is faithful, God, hallelujah, because he has been faithful to me. And so this is why I say we serve a faithful God. I apologize to those that were uh, writing to me, but I, I, I was really busy just right to this moment, I've been busy, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. But our God is so good, he is so wonderful, hallelujah. We serve such a wonderful God, hallelujah. This morning I was in prayer with the Lord, hallelujah. And let me tell you, praise Jesus, hallelujah. The Lord came in my prayer, hallelujah. He was there in my best standing while I was in prayer. And I thought that was so awesome that the Lord Jesus came, hallelujah. I miss it so much. I just want to be with him. Hallelujah. Nothing else. Hallelujah. But he, he has plans for us. He has plans for his people. He uh, wants to take us home for sure. That's what's in his heart. That's what's in his mind. He wants to take us home, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. He desires that we will be with him. Hallelujah. And, and you know, we get discouraged because we've been waiting for the righteous so long. Hallelujah, and we we wonder sometime how long more do we have to wait? But the Lord is so good, you know. When we call on His name, when we call unto Him, He's there to comfort us, to give us strength. Hallelujah! Of course, the devil never ceases to come against us, and that's why we feel so distressed. Hallelujah! Because Satan continues to come through people through so many ways against us, hallelujah, attacking us, hallelujah, because he knows what what the Lord is doing, hallelujah, he knows the job the Lord is doing through this program, he knows people are being saved, souls are coming to the kingdom, and so of course the was not happy about that, for sure, hallelujah, he's never happy, and he never be, will be happy about what the Lord is doing, hallelujah, 
And so uh, he's very mad. Hallelujah. And I'm going to go ahead and do some prayer now. So the Lord to clear out the internet. Hallelujah. So more people will be able to log in. I bet there's a lot. There's people trying to log in. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And they're, they're not able to log in. Hallelujah. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Mighty Jesus. Hallelujah. Mighty Lord. We ask you, Lord, to rebuke Satan and all his demons and principality, Lord. Oh, demons, Lord, that are trying to block the people for logging in into the chat room, the people for logging into the Lord Tower, the people that are trying to log in, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, mighty Jesus. You said in Psalm 91, you will send your angels, Lord, to, to protect us, Lord, to be around us, Lord Jesus, to help us, mighty Jesus. In your mighty name, Lord, I pray, holy Jesus, I ask, Lord Jesus, I ask brothers and sisters to join me in this, mighty Jesus. Mighty Jesus, mighty Jesus, please, Lord Jesus, help the brothers and sisters to log in into the shop, Lord, into the program, Lord. Rebuke Satan and all demons and praise the in the name of Jesus. Name of Yeshua, name of Jehoshua, Lord Jesus. Mighty Jesus, hallelujah. So people, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, can, can log in tonight, mighty Jesus, in Jesus' name, Lord Jesus. Break the power of Satan, break the power of all demon Balak and all principality, witches and warlock, Lord Jesus. Power of the evil, Lord. Hallelujah. Serpent, demons, and, and hallelujah. Power of the air. Lord, we ask that you will break all the power of Satan. You're trying to like, hallelujah, keep people off from like name, mighty Jesus. In your name, Lord Jesus, we ask. In Yeshua name, Jehoshua name, Lord, we ask that you put a hedge of protection around the Lord's house, the block that greater, Lord Jesus. In Yeshua and around the internet, everyone, computer, Lord. Hallelujah. The ones to log in and listen to your program, mighty Jesus. Mighty Yeshua. In your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Please, mighty Jesus, clean out the internet, Lord. Clean out. Hallelujah. By human intention, Lord, the power of Satan walking through human, we ask that you will break this power of a human, of a demon looking like human, Lord Jesus. Break the power of Satan, Lord Jesus, all demons and principality, from hell, from the air, Lord, earth, in Yeshua name, Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Mighty Jesus, I thank you, mighty Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Allow your people, Lord, to log in and listen to the program tonight, Lord. Lord Jesus, you're going to bless them in your name, Jesus. I ask you, you will bless everyone. You will speak to everyone. Mighty Jehoshua, mighty Yeshua. In Jesus' name, mighty Jesus. Lord Jesus, use me to deliver your word tonight, Jesus. Speak to your people, Lord. In your mighty name, Jesus, I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank you, Yeshua. Hallelujah. Thank you, mighty Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. God is so good. We serve such a wonderful God, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. We have to be so grateful to him. He is so good. Hallelujah. He is so wonderful. Well, I want to encourage you on the rapture. I want to encourage you tonight. Hallelujah. On how close the rapture is. Hallelujah. And, and the rapture, this is the word. It's a done deal. That, that's, the, that's the word of the Lord for the rapture. It's a done deal. Hallelujah. And so I want to talk about the millennium. I want to share what the Lord showed me about the millennium. But I also want to encourage you about the rapture that is done to you so you don't stop praying, you don't stop fasting, you don't stop seeking the Lord. You continue to press in. You continue to seek the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that you, no matter what you're going through, you don't look at your problem. You look at Jesus. You don't look at the situation you're in. You look at Jesus. Because Jesus is going to bring you through. He's going to give you his strength. He will be there by your side. Hallelujah. 
and anything he will give you his comfort. His comfort has already been given it to you, but Jesus will be there by your side to help you, because he knows how difficult it is. Hallelujah. This morning, the Lord came to me in prayer. Hallelujah. Stood there with me. I thought the Lord just came in prayer to, to strengthen me, to comfort me, but he actually ended up staying with me. Hallelujah. And I knew he was there, and it was so awesome. Hallelujah. That the Lord had come today to be with me. Hallelujah. He has spent, hallelujah, most of the day with me. Hallelujah. And this has been so awesome to me. Hallelujah. That Jesus has come to be with me today. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And when you're walking around Jesus, when you're hanging around with Jesus, good things happen. Good things happen. Hallelujah. Miracle happens. He is so awesome. He is so wonderful. Hallelujah. Sometimes... All we have to do is believe, and just just believe Him, trust Him. You know how many times the Lord encouraged me to trust Him? Just trust Him, He will say to me. Hallelujah. And, and, and trust sometimes, in troubles, it sounds so difficult. But when we learn to trust the Lord, man, we, we gain so much from Him. Hallelujah. Because He is in control. He says in His Word, the Father has given Him authority in heaven and on earth. All power he has in heaven and on earth. Hallelujah. So he's in total control of what's going on down here, brothers and sisters. And we can trust him by that. We can put a total trust in him. Hallelujah. And so the Lord is always worried about his bride. He's always concerned with anything that is going on with his bride. That's his loving bride. He loves his bride. Hallelujah. And, of course, he wanted me to encourage people tonight with his word. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. It is so good to feel his presence, his anointing, his touch. You know, when he touches me, it, it, you know, when he touched me this morning, without, without anointing from the throne of God, my goodness, it is so awesome. I felt so good. It felt so awesome. Brothers and sisters, hallelujah. I called upon him, and he came. He just came. Standing there, hallelujah, hallelujah, watching me pray. The whole time there, I was in prayer. He was just standing there watching me. Hallelujah. And that's why I, I try. I want to give him the utmost respect when the Lord comes. Because he's God. And he's the servant of respect. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And it's so awesome. Welcome there, brothers and sisters. I want to go ahead and read First Thessalonians 4. Because th this is an encouraging word. The Apostle Paul says to the Thessalonians, chapter 4, verse 15. According to the Lord's word. We tell you that we who are still alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep. Hallelujah. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with a voice of an archangel, with the trumpet call of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them. I'm talking about the cutoff in the air, brothers and sisters. In the cloud to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. I'm here to encourage you that Jesus is coming. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus is coming. And, and in the Lord's heart, in God's heart, hallelujah, is to bring his bride home. Hallelujah. He's not talking about anything else. But just bringing us home, brothers and sisters. And, and this is so awesome. This, 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 this word should encourage people to understand 
that the Lord wants to take us home. Hallelujah. Now, as I went to Matthew 25, verse 5, there was something, hallelujah, that I noticed there. Hallelujah. Matthew 25, verse 5 said, The bridegroom was a long time in coming, and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. Now, hallelujah. Does that sound familiar to the time and day that we're in, brothers and sisters? Hallelujah. There, Matthew, Matthew 25, uh, verse 5. Does that sound familiar to what's going on around now? People are saying this rapture is taking too long. People are, are, are hallelujah, are, are becoming drowsy. They're becoming asleep. They're falling asleep. Hallelujah. With, with the news of the world, with everything that is going on around the world, people are falling asleep. They're focusing on what's happening in the world. Hallelujah. They're taking their eyes from the Lord, and they're feeling drowsy. They're becoming drowsy, hallelujah, and they're falling asleep. Hallelujah. It's like a numbness is coming upon people. Hallelujah. And that's why the Lord Jesus wants to encourage his people, wants to, hallelujah, uh, lift our heads up to help us understand the, the, the hour, the midnight hour, hallelujah, the midnight hour that we're in, brothers and sisters. That this, that in this midnight hour that we're in, we need to keep our heads up. We need to keep our eyes on Jesus. And understand the seriousness of the hour. That this is not the time to fall asleep. This is not the time to fall drowsy and fall asleep, brothers and sisters. This is the time to stay awake. To stay alert. To stay looking at Jesus. Looking at God and his promises. To get into God's word and go right through all his promises. And understand his promises are, are amen, yes, forever. They, they last forever. God lasts forever. Hallelujah. And God's promises will come to pass, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. If we stay waiting for the Lord, they will come to pass. He's faithful. Faithful in He that promised us all these promises, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. So we, we can trust Him. Verse 6 says, At the midnight cry ran out, and here comes the bridegroom. Come out to meet him. Now they notice, hallelujah, after they fall asleep, that the Lord was coming. Hallelujah. They heard the sound, the trumpet, I would say. They heard the sound. Hallelujah. And, and, and so they say, oh, man, finally he's here. They got up. They got up. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But the Lord God loves us so much, brothers and sisters. He knows what we're going through. He knows he needs to keep us awake. Or we will feel drowsy. We will fall asleep also. Hallelujah. And this is not the time to fall asleep. This is not the time to fall in sin and stay in sin. This is the time to be unrepenting of our sin. Repenting daily as much as we can. We need to be more in prayer now. More than ever in fasting. Fasting is very important, brothers and sisters, now. Believe me, this body don't want to fast. You you tell this body, you're, you're going to be today without food. Oh, man, this flesh is not happy. She get angry. Oh, she don't want to hear it. Hallelujah. But we, we walk not by the flesh, but by the Spirit of God. We walk by the Spirit, not by the flesh. Not in the, in the desire of the flesh. Because the Bible said if we walk in the desire of our flesh, we will die. Hallelujah. And God did not call us to die. God called us to live. 
Hello, to have life and to have it abundantly. So, brothers and sisters, this is the time for us to stay focused. Hallelujah. Don't matter what the devil is throwing against you. Stay firm. Stay looking at Jesus. Call upon his name. Call Jesus to be by your side. He's faithful. And he will do so. Hallelujah. He, he's faithful. He's faithful God. Hallelujah. Now, I want to go talk about the, the, the millennium now. Hallelujah. Because the Lord, actually, this afternoon, around 5 o'clock and something, Hallelujah. I I was very tired. Hallelujah. And, and and it was off God for sure because the Lord told me last night he was gonna short me certain things. He did uh before I went to bed and, and I didn't see anything. Hallelujah. And, and so every time he makes a promise, hallelujah. Every time God makes a promise, the Lord, he's faithful, he keeps his promises. So I can always I can always wait on him on his promises. And so I was in prayer with him last night. He said, yes, he would show me certain things. So I was waiting for them. I didn't see I didn't see nothing at all last night. Hallelujah. Of what he wanted to show me. Hallelujah. And I asked him to show me about my new life on the millennium. Hallelujah. And, and so, praise Jesus, hallelujah. This, this, this afternoon, praise Jesus, hallelujah. I, I, I told my wife, I'm going to go to bed. I was falling asleep. Hallelujah. But it was from the Lord. As soon as I fall asleep, I was taken out of my body right into the millennium. Hallelujah. I, I Immediately I was standing in my new home in the millennium. As I was looking around, hallelujah, I, I, this living room was, was so big, was so huge, hallelujah. In the millennium, I saw my kids there playing, hallelujah. And I just looked around. Hallelujah. They they was they my son was much bigger than they were, what they what they here now. My my little Joshua, he's only uh 13 14 months now. Hallelujah. He was already over there 8 or 9 years old. As I noticed, I like 8 8 yeah, 8 to 9 years old. Hallelujah. And I looked at Joshua and like, man, Joshua's big. Hallelujah. And so then I looked at Levi. Levi was like 12 or more. He was big, and it was so awesome, I immediately realized, man, I'm a millennium. And the peace of the Lord was, hallelujah, the peace of the Lord was so awesome. The peace of Jesus was so awesome, brothers and sisters. It was so great. Hallelujah. So great to, to, to feel that peace of God in the millennium. Hallelujah. He, he had promised us. That, that, hallelujah, we will, we, we will be with him. Hallelujah. And, and so I, I'm here to remind, praise Jesus, hallelujah, you of the promise of God to your life. And I'm going to read God's promise to you. Hallelujah. I'm going to promise God, I'm going to read his promise to us. So we see that he's faithful. He's going to keep his promise. Hallelujah. It's in his word. His word cannot fail, brothers and sisters. And so the Lord took me there. I went out of my house. I saw a friend of mine, Melton. He, I, I was surprised to see him in the millennium, but I had seen him there before. He's serving the Lord now. And he was there with his daughter and I guess, I guess his grandsons. And, and, and Hallelujah. And, and, and so some of them i seen before, his daughters. Hallelujah. And, and so praise Jesus. Hallelujah. As I looked at his daughter, 
whom he separated from one of them that I know. Hallelujah. He separated from his wife. And I was looking for his wife. I did not see his wife there. I don't know if she was there or not. And so then uh, he showed me his grandsons, his daughter, and they were all so big. It was so awesome to be there and to see, hallelujah, his family. God, is, God has been so merciful on this brother like he's been on us, hallelujah. And he's going to be in the millennium. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And I was just looking up all, all the houses that God is going to give to his people in the millennium. That they're ready for God's people. Hallelujah. All these are promises of God, brothers and sisters, that God is going to give to us. Hallelujah. And God, everything he has is in his mind. It's in his heart. Hallelujah. It, this is his heart being revealed to us. This is what he loves. He wants to see us happy. Hallelujah. He wants to see us in, the, in, in his place of peace he has prepared for us. He told us he was going to go prepare a place for us. Hallelujah. So where he is, we will be, uh, we will be with him also. In John, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. I'm speaking about, about the millennium. The, after the seven-year tribulation, the Lord is going to come and create a new heaven and new earth. Everything will be renewed again, a thousand years on earth again. Hallelujah. This is after the seven year in heaven. Now, let me tell you about those seven years in heaven. They're going to feel like months, like maybe seven months or less. When we go home in the rapture, these, these seven months, which is a seven year, but they're going to feel like seven months, are going to go by so quick, hallelujah, that you're going to see the Lord and the angel and everyone coming down for the millennium. You'll be like, wow, it's already time to come back to earth again. He's coming down to renew the earth again, right at the end of the seven year, brothers and sisters, to start a 1,000 year with Christ. Hallelujah. Much longer than seven years, a thousand years. We know that. Hallelujah. And so that's what's in his heart. That's what's in his mind. Hallelujah. He took me there for about half an hour, and I was able to look at everything, look around, and see this new life again in this new neighborhood that I haven't seen before. And all the houses that were there were beautiful, were big. Hallelujah. It was so awesome to see all these things the Lord has prepared for his people. Hallelujah. It, it is prepared. It is prepared. That's why we need to keep, continue to give to the poor. Hallelujah. Because God has so much in store for us. Hallelujah. He is faithful. Now, in Genesis 27, 28, says, May God give you the heaven view and the earth uh, richness and abundance of grain and a new wine. Now, the new wine talks about the new things that God is going to create. This is in Genesis 27, 28. Hallelujah. The new wine. Hallelujah. We know that in Israel, they never had new wine. Hallelujah. Well, Jesus brought the new thing, salvation through him. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But the Jews were not, were, not, were not ready to receive the new wine. But they will receive the new wine. That's why there's going to be a millennium, a thousand years of Christ. Because when the Jewish people receive the new wine, salvation through Christ, through Yeshua, that is the 144,000, they're going to receive the new wine in the millennium. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, this is so important that we understand that this is a promise of God right from Genesis. Hallelujah. And, and, and it's going to come to pass. That new wine, Israel 
have not received. We have received a new wine, which is salvation through Jesus Christ. We're working our salvation. We're free and trembling, brothers and sisters, because we're going to the new place. Hallelujah. Restore for us. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 33, 28. So Israel will live in safety. Jacob will dwell secure in the land of grain and new wine, where the heaven dropped dews. Hallelujah. They have not enjoyed this yet. This has not come to pass to the Jewish people yet. But it will come to pass. This was in Deuteronomy coming out of the mouth of Moses, from the Lord through Moses to his people. This was a promise from Genesis. You hear that Deuteronomy 33, 28, hallelujah. The new wine, they have not enjoyed the new wine yet. They still have not received Yeshua. Yeshua is the new wine. Yeshua has everything for his people. In him, all the promises of God are in him. Hallelujah. And that's what we're waiting for. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Isaiah 65, 17. New heavens and new earth. See, I will create new heaven and new earth. The former things... Will, will not be remembered, nor will have they come to mind. Hallelujah. If, if you think that you're going to remember your past, you can forget about it. You're not going to remember your past. All this horror, all this pain you're going through now will be forgotten by you. When you're in that new earth again, when, you're, when that new heaven has been created again, everything that you know now, all your painful situation, all your hurting, all the people that have come against you now, hallelujah, it's going to be forgotten by you. You're not going to remember the former things. You're not going to remember them, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Uh, sister, not now, I will keep you in prayer about that. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. I will keep you in prayer. I need to focus, hallelujah, on this, because the Lord wants, wants his people to be encouraged by, by this word. It's very important that I give out this word tonight. Because that I believe the Lord also came to, to today to my house. So I will deliver this message to his people. And, will, and people will be encouraged. This is very important that his people will be encouraged. Because many people are backsliding. Hallelujah. Many people are giving up on the rapture. And this is not the time for you to give up on the rapture. This is the time for you to trust the Lord. Hope on Jesus. Put your total trust in him. Seek him. With all your heart, do not lean on your own understanding, the Bible says. Very important. Hallelujah. That we trust in the Lord. Hallelujah. Isaiah 66, 22. As the new heaven and the new earth that I, that I, that I make will endure forever, be, will endure before me. Hallelujah. Excuse me. Declares the Lord. So will your name and descender endure. So not only will God create the new heaven and the new earth will endure. Excuse me. Well, not only, hallelujah, the new heaven and the new earth endure, hallelujah, not, not only that will endure, so will your name and descendant endure. That's why the Lord showed me my children there. Why? Because they will endure. Hallelujah. It's not easy in this, new, in this old life, evil life, with all kinds of things around us, hallelujah, happening, to raise children, Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. It's not easy. Hallelujah. I'm not happy about this life. I'm not happy about everything that is going on out there. I really want to be in my new life. For the Lord knows all this. Hallelujah. Why? Because I want to give my children, I want to be able to let my children play outside and not worry about something, someone coming, running over them. Or doing some, some kind of harm to my children. Hallelujah. 
Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God, this new life, hallelujah, to me is welcome anytime. I'm, I'm welcome this new life. Hallelujah. But look what the Lord says. So will your name and descendants endure. So will you and your descendants endure. Hallelujah. And this new earth. Hallelujah. New heaven. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord wants you to endure. You and your family. You that are serving him. You that are truly seeking him. You that love him and want to be with him. He wants you to endure. And so your descendant. Hallelujah. He is so pleased with you. He is so pleased with your life, hallelujah, that he wants your and your descendants to endure. Isn't that great? Isn't that wonderful that God has planned for you and your children? Hallelujah. Well, he wants you to be at peace. Well, he wants you to enjoy this new life. Hallelujah. And you don't worry about this and worry about that or nothing like that. Any harm coming to you or your children, that everyone will be at peace. Everyone will be secure. Hallelujah. This is what this new life is about, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. We're going on for seven years in the rapture. Seven years. Which I'm going to go by quick. Because in heaven times go by quick. Because there's no time up there. You're in eternity. Once you enter there, hallelujah, you, you don't remember anything else. Than just just be in a peace. You will enjoy everything up there. You, I, we can, you can do fishing up there. The Lord told me I will be doing fishing up there. I will be going out fishing in those peaceful water, and, and that pure, clear water. So I'm going to be doing some fishing up there. The Lord has promised this to me. Remember when the Lord says, I know, my son, you love fishing. You're going to do fishing up here when you come and be with me. He wants me to be with him. I want to be with him. Hallelujah. He wants his people to be to where he is, brothers and sisters. That's why we need to strive to seek the Lord. Now more than ever. It's not easy. I tell you, it's not easy. We have so much struggle, so much things coming against us. But greater is he that is in us, that he that is in the world. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, praise the Lord. There's so much going on in heaven. There's not only fishing going on up there. so much that God has for his people. He has so much, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah for his people. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So much, so much, so much. You're going to be truly happy up there. You're not going to complain about anything in heaven. Absolutely anything. And that's how the millennium is going to be like. We're not going to complain about anything neither, brothers and sisters. It is a promise to us. And that's what I'm reading to you. Our promises from God. Second Corinthians 5.1 For we know that if the earthly ten will live in and destroyed, we have a building from God an eternal house in heaven, not built by human hand. Oh, this is so awesome. I love this verse from, from Corinthians, hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, there is your promise. There is your promise from your God, your Father in heaven, hallelujah. He has these things for you. Second Peter 3.13. But, but in keeping with his promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth where the righteous will dwell. <laughs> This is so awesome. This is where I was this afternoon. Hallelujah. This is where I was in total peace. Hallelujah. Total peace. No worry. No concern. New life. New everything. You, this past is gone. 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 All the evil with all this past is gone. That's why the Lord is coming to put in there at the end of the seven years to put an end to Satan, bind him, and throw him in the deepest pit in hell. Hallelujah. 
Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And all his demons also with him. Then bind the, anti the Antichrist and the full prophet and throw them alive, alive, without a scratch on them, so they can feel the fire from the lake of fire. And they scream like little girls while they're being dropped there. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. This is soon. This is soon. They're, they're going to scream like little girls, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Very soon, brothers and sisters. Revelation 3.12, hallelujah. The one who is victorious, I will make him a pillar in the temple of God. Never again will, he, will they, hallelujah, will they, will they leave it, hallelujah. I will write on them the name of my God, in the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which is coming down out of heaven from my God, and I will also write on them my new name. You want all this blessing to come to you? Hallelujah. Be victorious. Hallelujah. Be victorious. Wait on the Lord. Wait on Jesus. Hallelujah. Wait on him. He, he, he will not lie to you. He will not tell you something that is not true. What Jesus is promising us, hallelujah, what he's promising us will come to pass soon, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Will come to pass soon. God will not delay what he has promised us, brothers and sisters. It's coming. It's coming. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. We, we, we can rejoice. Hallelujah. We can trust me. We can put our trust in him that this is coming. We can go to bed. We can go to sleep trusting God, secure that everything he's promising us is going to come to pass. Hallelujah. And the devil and all his demon, the Antichrist or prophet will be no more. Will be no more, hallelujah. God, the Lord Jesus is coming with his mighty army from heaven at the end of the seven-year tribulation to pour an end. Hallelujah. An end. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. To the Antichrist. Hallelujah. To the, to the, to the devil. Hallelujah. And all of them. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. No, no more, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. No more lie. No more deceiving. Hallelujah. No more. No more none of those nonsense. Hallelujah. No more. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He is so good. Hallelujah. God is so good. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Look what it says in Revelation 19.11. I saw heaven standing open, and there before me was a white horse. Hallelujah. Whose rider is called Faithful and True, Jesus Christ. With justice, he judges and wage word. Hallelujah. His eyes are like blazing fire. He's mad. He is mad. In his head are many crowns. He has a name written on him that no one knows by himself. He is dressed in a robe dipped in blood. <laughs> He's mad. And his name is the word of God. And the armies of heaven were following him. Get ready. The armies of heaven Hallelujah, we're following him, riding on white horses, dressed in fine linen, hallelujah, white and clean. Coming out of his mouth is a sharp sword. Oh, he's ready. He's ready to battle, hallelujah. We're to strike down the nation. He will rule them with iron sister. He treats the widespread of the fury of, 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 of wrath of God Almighty. In his rope and on his tide, he has this name written. Hallelujah, king of kings. And Lord of Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, he is so awesome. This is so awesome. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse 17. And I saw an angel standing on the, uh, on the sun, 
who cried out with a loud voice, hallelujah, to all the birds flying in the air, come, gather together to the great supper of God, so that you may eat the flesh of kings, generals, mighties of horses, and the rider, and the flesh of all people, free and slave, great and small, all people. Anyone who don't give the life to Jesus in this tribulation, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. It's going to be sad. Hope everyone will give the life to Jesus, hallelujah. And don't wait, don't wait. Verse 19, then I saw the beast, the kings of the air and the army, guarded to, uh, to get, uh, together to wage word, hallelujah, and the rider on the horse and his army. But the beast was captured, come here, you. And with the full prophet, the other one, hallelujah. Oh, man, these two are going to be grabbed by the neck. Come over here, you. Who have preferred the sign on it in behalf. With this sign, he has deluded those who have received the mark of the beast and worshipped the image. The two of them were thrown alive. <laughs> I love this part. They're going to be thrown alive without a scratch, hallelujah. Into the fairy lake burning suffer. The rest were killed with the sword coming out of the mouth of the rider on the horse. Another birth gorgeous themselves on the flesh. Jesus is coming to cut head. He's coming to waste word. Hallelujah. On the way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Seven years. Once this trump is out. Once we're out of here. People can look at their watch. People can, can look up at their marketing. Anything they have. Their calendar. They can look at their calendar. Hallelujah. A market down. Seven Years tribulation, the end of those seven years. This world better get ready. The rider on the horse is coming with a double-edged sword. Hallelujah! They will not be the head with the body standing. Hallelujah! He's coming to wage war. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! No, no country, no nation. Hallelujah! No, not, no one will be standing. Hallelujah! He's coming to waste war with, with God's wrath. Hallelujah on him. He's mad. Look at his eyes. Hallelujah. Like fire. He's mad. Hallelujah. He's mad. He's a loving Savior. Hallelujah. He's a loving bridegroom. But when judgment comes for him to bring judgment, he is mad. Hallelujah. Like you never see him before. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. This is what's coming. This is what's coming. You don't want to stay for this. You don't want to stay for what's coming. Destruction is coming. Don't stay for it. Get out of here in the rapture. The, God is, the Lord Jesus Christ is giving us the way out. The way out. He's the door. Jesus Christ is the door. Don't stay for anyone. Hallelujah. Anyone here wants to stay, kiss them goodbye. Kiss them goodbye. You don't stay for them. I'm not staying for anyone. Hallelujah. I'm going home. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Don't stay for anyone. Go home. Go home with Jesus. Go home in the rapture. Repent. Repent and seek the Lord with all your heart. Seek Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord and get ready to go home. Get ready to go home. This rapture, it is soon to come. It is soon to happen. The Lord wants us out there. We, we, we think we want to go home in the rapture. Jesus really wants us to be out there with him. He really wants it right. To be with him, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. This is very important. Hallelujah. That we prepare. We repent. Hallelujah. The only guarantee we have of going home is repenting. Hallelujah. It's repenting. 
That, that's the only guarantee the Lord has given us. Repent, seek Him, make sure you have that oil. By your repenting, you're going to have that oil. By sticking with the Lord, listening to the Lord, seeking that oil, the Lord show me the people that will come to this program and listen to this program. He, he, will, he will fill them with oil. They will have enough oil to go home in the rapture. The Lord Jesus Christ show me this in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The people that come to listen to this program, listen to the Lord's hour, the Lord will make sure they have enough oil to go home in the rapture. So it's up to you to seek the Lord and repenting and seek the Lord. If you are repenting with the Lord, hallelujah, he will fill you with oil into this program. He will fill you with oil. He will prepare your life. That's the guarantee we have that if we, hallelujah, seek him, he will fill our life with oil. He will keep us rapture ready. Only him can guarantee that to us through repenting. Through repenting, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. The Lord will guarantee that. The Lord showed that to me. Hallelujah. A few months ago. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. That's the guarantee. You stay close to the Lord. We stay close as a family. Pray for one another. Loving one another. The Lord will keep your lamp full of oil. The Holy Spirit will keep working in your life. Jesus will fill you with his oil. And you will be rapture ready. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. That's the promise of the Lord that I have from him. For the, his people. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Keep continuing to seek the Lord. Hallelujah. And repenting and listen to the Lord's tower. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. I promise you that no false teaching will be shared here. Hallelujah. Unless the Lord tell me to, to share, to put someone videos or audio here, I will not play them anymore. You see, that I just play the music and I, I just come and share the word of the Lord. I understand the seriousness. The Lord says to me, Hallelujah, hallelujah, be careful with everyone, everyone, he said. Hallelujah. He didn't exclude anyone, he included everyone. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, it's very important hallelujah, that we share his word, we share his revelation, we share what he said in his word, hallelujah. And we don't just put anyone here, who we're, we're not even sure who it is or where it comes from or anything. Isaiah 5 says, hallelujah, uh, this promise of the millennium, so Hallelujah. So people will be will be brought low, every, everyone humble. This is Isaiah 5.15. The eyes of the iron humble, but the Lord Almighty will be exalted in justice. The Holy God will be proved holy by his righteous act. The sheep will, will, will gaze in their own pasture. Oh, that is so beautiful. Lamb will feed. Hallelujah. Among the ruined and the, and the rich. Woe to those that draw sail with the cord of the sea, hallelujah, and the wickedness with the cord of rope, hallelujah, to those who say, let God hurry, let him hasten to his work, so we may see it, the plan of the Holy One of Israel, let it approach, let it come into view, so we may know it, hallelujah. First, repentance needs to come, before we will know God's, hallelujah, plan. Isaiah 17, verse 7, and that day, people will look to their maker, Jesus, hallelujah, and turn they eyes to the Holy One of Israel. That's the millennium. They will, they will not look to the altar of the work of their hand. No more. No more. They will not have, they have no regard for the Asherah pole. No more. The Asherah of the finger have made. No more. Hallelujah. They just, we will just look at Jesus. He will be in Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. We will be in Jerusalem. Hallelujah. We will be in Jerusalem. Hallelujah. We will look at Jesus. Jesus will be in Jerusalem. Hallelujah. 
So, hallelujah, no other God beside me, the Lord said. Hallelujah, not for us, not to worship no other God beside him. We were not. Isaiah 18. At that time, give will be brought to the Lord Almighty from people tall and small skin, from people fear far and wide, aggressive names of strange speech, who land is divided by river. The gift will be brought to Mount Zion, the place of the name of the Lord Almighty. Hallelujah. And Mount Zion is his name. Hallelujah. His name will be there. And in the millennium, gift will be brought by people. Hallelujah. Gift from everywhere will be brought to the Lord. In Mount Zion, Jesus will be there. Isaiah 19, verse 16. In that day, the Egyptians will become wrinkling. They will shout out with fear. Of the uplifting hand of the, of the Lord Almighty raised against them. And the land of Judah will be terror to the Egyptians. Everyone to whom Judah is mentioned will be terrified because what the Lord Almighty is planning against them. Hallelujah. In that day, the five cities in Asia will, will speak the language of Canaan. War language, and swear allegiance to the to the Lord Almighty. And one of them will be called the city of the sun. And that, hallelujah! And that day, there will be an altar to the Lord, and in the in the, the heart of the edge, hallelujah! And in the monument to the Lord and His border, it will be a sign of witness to the to the Almighty in the land of it. When they cry out to the Lord because of the oppressor. He will send them Savior, Defender. He will rescue them. So the Lord, hallelujah, will make himself known to the Egyptians in the day they will acknowledge the Lord. They will worship, hallelujah, with sacrifice and grain offering. They will make bow to the Lord, hallelujah, the Lord, and keep them. The Lord will strike Egypt with a plague, hallelujah. He will strike them and heal them. They will turn to the Lord, and he will respond to the plea and heal them. This is not happening now. This has never happened before. This is coming in the millennium, brothers and sisters. Healing from Jesus. Everyone will be healed from the Lord. You don't hear the Lord sending anyone to heal them. Oh, I'm going to send my pastor to heal them. No. The Lord Jesus himself will do this. The Lord Jesus, any little problem, Jesus himself will take care of the problem. He will be there in person. I've seen the Lord Jesus in person in the millennium. When anyone needs help, they can call on Jesus. Jesus show up there, and he's there. You see him? Hallelujah. And he will fix your problem, whatever it is. Whatever it is, Jesus will be there. I saw someone who, who, who was sitting in the millennium, a holy one of God, and she started repenting, and people were there praying and crying out with her. I saw Jesus himself come to this woman. Hallelujah. Jesus himself in person. Hallelujah. He didn't say no one. He came himself. That's how the millennium is going to be. You, you got a problem. You call on Jesus. Jesus will be there at your, ho at your door knocking. May I come in? Hallelujah. How can I help you? How do you like that now? How do you like Jesus himself and the millennium coming to your house, knocking at your door and saying to you, how can I help you? This is the life that is waiting for you and I, brothers and sisters. This is the life that awaits us for a thousand years with Christ. New millennium with Christ is coming. Hallelujah. Yeah, no more a minister coming to your house and saying, oh, you know, hallelujah. You, you don't have to say, I'm not sure you, if you're from God. Let me see. Jesus, will you come to my house for a minute? Lord, tell me if he's yours. How do you like that? How do you like that? Hallelujah. 
Praise Jesus, hallelujah. This is how our life is going to be soon. Have a total peace. Jesus will be running everything, taking care of anything. No devil. He's, he's down there all bound out together, but he's changed a guard. That he better, not, he, he better not try to break out of those chains. Because those chains those chain will, will, will squeeze the life out of him. They're like a, a life change, hallelujah. They got those chains in hell. They, even don't, they, they don't even want to be around those chains in hell. Because those chains, they wrap around people, and they squeeze the life out of those people in hell. They're horrible chains, horrible. They're, they're like living things, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. But, hallelujah, in this millennium, brothers and sisters, just wait for what God has in store for you and I. Wait for what he has, because you're going to truly rejoice, hallelujah. You're going to truly, truly thank God, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Exactly, you, you, don't, you don't need to have anyone else come to your house except the Lord. If you, don't want, if you don't want anyone coming to your house, just Jesus, hallelujah. And, oh, let me tell you this, I saw also the Holy Spirit. Walking like a person, but as a, as a spirit. They look like a person walking in the millennium. I actually took a walk with the Holy Spirit in the millennium. At one time, the Lord sent the Holy Spirit to come and, to come and get me out of my body. And, and, he, and the Holy Spirit took me out and put me in the millennium. I was actually walking with the Holy Spirit in the millennium. How, how do you like that? How do you like the life that is coming? That now you don't see the Holy Spirit. You don't see the Ruach HaKadosh. In the millennium, hallelujah, he looks awesome. He looks like a spirit. He looks like a spirit. It's hard to describe that. You're going to have to go to heaven and see it so you understand what I'm saying, hallelujah. And so I walk with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was talking to me. I was talking to the Holy Spirit. He's my friend. I love the Holy Spirit. I truly love the Holy Spirit. I see him in the throne of God. I love him. Every time I see him, my goodness, my goodness, he's so awesome. He is the Holy Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit of God. He's a spirit. No way you can describe the Holy Spirit. You can, you can try to describe Jesus, but not the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. It's a spirit. It's a spirit. You cannot describe a spirit. You're going to have to. Hallelujah. He, but he, he does take the shape of a person. Hallelujah. And you can see him like a person, but it's all white. It's like a white light with a form as a person. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He's so awesome. I truly love the Holy Spirit. He is so awesome. Hallelujah. Praise God. Isaiah 22. In that day, I will summon my servant Elohim, and I will clothe him with your robe and fasten your sound round him, and in your hand, your authority over to him. Hallelujah. And, and hallelujah. he will be father to those who live in Jerusalem. And to the people in Judah, and I will place on his shoulder the key to the house of David. When he opens, no one can shut, and when he shut, no one can open. I drive him like a, a peg into a firm place. He will become a sea in honor for the house of his father. All the glory of his family will hang on him. His offspring, and us too, hallelujah, and less a vessel from the bow to, to all the joy. And in that day declares the Lord, the peg giving into the firm place will be will, will give away, hallelujah, and I will be shared off, and I will, and I will fall, and the and the Lord hanging on will be cut up down. The Lord has spoken, hallelujah. So some here it's it's for some judgment to the house of Israel, but some here is for the blessing future of Israel. I said twenty four, 
They will raise their voice and shout for joy. From the west that claim the Lord majesty, the east gives glory to the Lord. This is how the earth is going to be. Hallelujah. I want you to listen to this because this is how the earth is going to be when Jesus is here in the millennium. They raise their voice. They shout for joy. From the west, hallelujah, from the United States, they will claim the Lord majesty. Therefore, the east give glory to the Lord. Europe and every other country sought the name of the Lord, the God of Israel, and the, and the island of the sea. Okay, all the island, because everything will be together. From the end of the earth, hallelujah, from the south to the north, we hear singing, glory to the righteous one. In that day, the Lord will punish the power of the heaven above and the king on the earth below. They will be heading together like prisoners should bound in dungeon. This is before the Lord comes and, 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 and do the millennium. Many moon, hallelujah, will be punished. After the many days, the moon will be dismayed. And the son of shame, hallelujah, for the Lord Almighty will reign on Mount Zion in Jerusalem, and before it, elder, with great glory. How will Jesus reign in Israel and Jerusalem in the millennium? With great glory. Just in case you wanted to know. Let me just put it there, hallelujah. Thank you. So I, I, I added in that verse there, that hallelujah, praise Jesus, hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's going to go right to the end of the, of the tribulation, to the beginning of the millennium. That's how everything is going to play out. That's how the Lord has shown it to me. That's how I've seen it. I've seen so much of this, brothers and sisters, that I can just sit here and tell you about it. Because I've seen so much of it. I've seen the end of the tribulation. I've seen the end. I've been in the end personally, myself. And I've seen the end of the tribulation. Hallelujah. I've seen the people that are beheaded in the tribulation that goes into the millennium. I've seen that. For the glory of God, no, no, not to tell glory or nothing from people. It's all for the glory of God. I've seen it. The Lord has shown them to me. All glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is so wonderful. I learned, uh, verse 25. Lord, you are my God. I will assure you and praise your name for, and for faithfulness. You have done wonderful things. Ten plans for long ago. The Lord has planned all this for long ago, in case you wanted to know. You have made the city, hallelujah, chief, a rubble, hallelujah, a fortified town, a ruin. This is on the end of the tribulation. The foreigner throws whole city no more. It will never be rebuilt. All these cities that are, are going to get destroyed and the tribulation will never be rebuilt. Everything the Lord is going to make is new. Therefore, strong people will honor you. City of the ruthless nation will, will, uh, will reverence you. You have been refuge to the poor, refuge to the needy and their distress, shelter to the storm, hallelujah, and shade from the heat for the bread of the ruthless, hallelujah. It's like a storm driven against a wall. It's like a heat of the desert. You're silent the arrow of the foreigner. And it's he reduced by the shadow of the cloud. The sun on the rooflet is still. The mountain of the Lord Almighty will prepare a feast for the rich food for all people. Banquet, age of wine. The best means the finest of wine. On the mountain, he will destroy the shadow out the awful of all people. The seed that covers all the nations. He will, he will swallow up the death forever. This is at the end of the seven-year tribulation. He will swallow up death forever. The sovereign law will wipe away the tear from all faces. All the people coming out, crying out of the tribulation, beheaded for Christ. This is what Jesus is going to do. The Lord will wipe away the tear from all faces. You come out crying, don't worry about it. He will remove his people, this grace, from all the earth. The Lord has spoken in the day 
they will, they will say, surely is our God. We trust in him. He saved us. This is the Lord. We trust in him. Let us rejoice. Be glad in his salvation. The hand of the Lord will rest on, on, on this mountain. Oh, that's so beautiful. Jesus will be there personally. But Moab will be trapped in their land. And the straw is thrown down on the, on the menu. Hallelujah. They will stretch out their hand in it. Swimmers stretch out their hand to swim. God will bring down the, the pride. The pride of all these nations coming down. The heaven year. Tribulation. Hallelujah. He will bring down your four or five city wall. Hallelujah. Law. He will bring them down to the ground. Hallelujah. To the very dust. Every city. Every place. Hallelujah. I earth. At the end. The end of the tribulation will be destroyed. I told this to the people. It's in the Bible. I read it in the Bible everywhere. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. He is so awesome. Hallelujah. We serve such a wonderful God. Hallelujah. Look what it says. Hallelujah. I say, I say, let me see, 36, 26. The son of Christ. In that day, the son, hallelujah, will be like the son in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. God made salvation. Hallelujah. And it's a wall and rampart open the gates that the righteous nation may enter, the nation that keeps faith. You will keep in perfect peace. Hallelujah. Those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. You want to have perfect peace from the Lord? Trust in Jesus. Trust in him. No matter, no matter what you're going through. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. You, you, you may feel like, you just feel like running away. Like dropping everything and running away. Trust in Jesus. Pray to him. Call on his name for him to help you. Hallelujah. He's loving. He's loving. Trust in the Lord, says verse 4, forever. Trust in the Lord forever. For the Lord, the Lord himself is the rock eternal. He humbled those who dwell high. He laid the lofty city low, leveled to the ground, and cast down to the dust. Uh, uh, feet uh, trample it down. The feet of the oppressed, the full steward of the poor, the path of the level. You, the upright, will make the way of the righteous smooth. <laughs> Our way will be smooth, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. So be smooth. Be smooth, brothers and sisters. Soon we're going to be smooth, says the Bible. Yes, Lord, walking in the way of your law. We wait for you. Your name is renowned. Are the desire of a heart. My soul yearns for you in the night, says Isaiah. In the morning, my spirit longs for you. When your judgment come upon the earth, oh, the people of the world will learn righteousness. But when, when, when grace is shown to the wicked, they do not learn righteousness. No way. The wicked will be destroyed. Lake of fire and hell. Even in the land of righteousness, they go down in evil. And do not regard the majesty of the Lord. Your God hand is lifted a high. Lord, your hand is lifted a high, but they do not see it. The people right now cannot discern how close we are. Some people don't even think we're in the end time. They, they don't even think we're in the end time. This is how blind that that was making people. How blind he's blinking their vision. Hallelujah. That they cannot see how close we are. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, if we are in repenting and seeking the Lord, that the sermon from the Lord in our spirit will be there on how close we are to be going home. Hallelujah. It's like you can smell it. You can discern it in your spirit. Hallelujah. 
how close we are to be going home. And every time, hallelujah, it's get, it, it, we, you can feel it stronger. Like, I don't know if you feel what I feel in my spirit. But I feel the coming of the Lord so close now in my spirit. Hallelujah. You just can, even, even, even people out there can feel something coming. They don't know what it is. They, don't, they know judgment is coming. They don't know why they feel this way. This is how close the Lord says this. Glory and sister, hallelujah. He's very close to bringing his judgment on the earth. Hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. He is very close. Very, very close, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. God is so good. God is so awesome, hallelujah. We can truly trust on him. Isaiah 27, in that day, the Lord will punish with his sword. Just like it says in, in Revelation 19. His fear is great and powerful swords. The Leviathan, the gliding serpent, the Leviathan, the coiling serpent, he will slay the monster of the sea. The great dragon is that monster of the sea. Isaiah saw this in Isaiah 27. He saw the end. So I'm reading it to you. And that day, set about a fruitful vineyard. I, the Lord, watch over it. I water it continuously. I guard it day and night. This is what the Lord do to you. If you are waiting on him, if you are trusting in him, this is what Jesus is doing. He's, he's, he's guarding you. He's watering you. Let me go ahead and put it here so you can see. Day and night. Him that watches over Israel, that watches over you, do not, do not, do not, hallelujah, fall asleep. Says Psalm, Psalm 121, hallelujah. Him that watches over you, do not slumber and fall asleep, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Now wait. Hallelujah. I water it continuously. I guard it day and night so that no one may hurt me. Hallelujah. I am not angry. Hallelujah. In the daytime, Jacob will take root. Israel will, will buy a blossom. Fill all the world with fruit. Oh, God had a great plan for the Jewish people. Verse 2, in that day the Lord will stretch from the flowing Euphrates to the worthy of the Egypt, and you, Israel, will be guarded up one by one, and in that day a great trumpet will sound. Yes, a trumpet will sound for sure. Those who are perishing in Assyria and those who are where the exile in Egypt will come and worship the Lord in the holy mountain of Jerusalem. Who promises? The Lord. The Lord Jesus promises. Let me put this in the chat room. Hallelujah. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, hallelujah. God is so good. God is so awesome, brothers and sisters. All that bad heat that you have right now, hallelujah, at the end of that tribulation, all that bad heat will go away. Do you have a new earth? New millennium, hallelujah. All, all, those heat, all that heat, gone. Gone, completely gone. Hallelujah. You're going to enjoy the weather again. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. I don't know yet. I'm still... Waiting on the Lord, hallelujah, and I'm still putting the money together, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, and then when we have the finance to move, then we will move, hallelujah. The finance is not there yet, hallelujah, I'm waiting the Lord. He promised me he, will, he was going to provide the finance, soon as the finance is there for me to move, and, and hallelujah, what I need. Praise Jesus, what the Lord promised me, he, he made a promise to me, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Isaiah 29. Therefore, this is what the Lord who redeemed Abraham says to the descendant of Jacob. No longer will Jacob be ashamed. No longer will their face grow pale. Well, hallelujah. When they see among them their children in the work of my hand. 
Father, they will keep my name holy. They will acknowledge the holy the holiness of the Holy One of Jacob. They will stand in our way of the God of Israel. Those who are wayward in spirit will gain understanding. Those who complain will accept instruction. It's coming. It's coming, brothers and sisters. This millennium, hallelujah, is coming. Seven years will pass away in heaven real soon. We're going up there in the rapture seven years. Up to the wedding supper of the Lamb, we're going to rejoice. We're going to see what each other face to face. We're going to see Jesus. We're going to sit at the table with Jesus. We're going to eat the best of heaven. Hallelujah. The best food of heaven, no contamination. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. No fish will make you sick. You're going to eat fish up there. You're going to eat whatever the Lord has for us. not going to make you sick. The water is pure. Hallelujah. The water, you don't need to put it through filter so, so you can drink it. It's going to be pure water, better than the filter water you got down here. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Nothing can contaminate heaven. Heaven is, is always pure, and God keeps it pure. Everything up there, you can eat anything up there, nothing will make you sick. Hallelujah. Nothing up there will make you sick. Jesus keeps everything pure and holy up there. Hallelujah. Nothing, hallelujah, will make us sick. When you go out there to eat what God has for you, you're going to shout for joy. You're going to praise God for what he has for us up there. Don't miss it. Remember the Lord showed me the warehouse a few couple of weeks ago. Warehouses are gifts for the bride of Christ. Where all kinds of gifts are stored for the bride of Christ up there, ready to be given to the bride. Hallelujah. That's right, no NSA, no FBI, no CIA. Hallelujah. No 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 lie, no stealing. Hallelujah. Nothing. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, brothers and sisters, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Isaiah thirty. Yet the Lord longed to be gracious to you. Therefore he will rise up to show you compassion. For the Lord is God of justice. Bless are all who wait for him. Says Isaiah, blessed are all who wait for him. People of Zion who live in Jerusalem, you will weep no more. How gracious he will be when you cry for help as soon as he hears. <laughs> How soon will the Lord answer your prayer in the millennium? Let me go ahead and post that in the chat room so you see. This is how soon he's going to answer your prayer. And the millennium. As soon as he hears you praying, as soon as you as you hear you asking him to come to your house, boom, in the blink of an eye, he's in your, he's in your house. He's knocking on your door. May I come in, my daughter? May I come in, my son? How may I help you in this beautiful day? <laughs> How may I help you with this beautiful sun, with this beautiful air, with this beautiful breeze? How, I, how may I help you, my daughter? How may I help you, my son? And you're like, I just started praying. I just started calling your name. My goodness. As soon as he's here, you, he's knocking on your door. May I come in, my son? May I come in, my daughter? What, what, may we supper together tonight? Hallelujah. May we have some bread together? Hallelujah. And you're like, oh, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, come. Come, sir. I'm going to go ahead and prepare for you. This wonderful meal, Lord, so you can enjoy it with me today, Lord. 
Hallelujah. This is what's coming, brothers and sisters. This is what's coming. The Lord took me fishing in the millennium one time. I was in a boat with Jesus fishing. How do you like that? He is so wonderful, God. He's truly our brother. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. He's truly our brother. He cares for every little thing we care about. If I complain to him about anything, there he is to answer me right away. That's how much he loves me. How much he loves his children. Hallelujah. He loves each one of us. The only thing he's requiring, this is what the Lord told me early. I said to the Lord, I asked the Lord earlier and pray. I said, Lord, will you come tomorrow night and heal your people? Hallelujah. And the Lord says that he will come and heal his people. But there's one thing he requires of his people, he says to me, that his people will believe him. Hallelujah. When you come tomorrow night, ask him for prayer for healing. Make sure you are believing the Lord. That's all he, he said to me. He asked his people, he's asking of his people that they will believe him tomorrow night as we pray for healing. Hallelujah. That's all he wants from his people. Faith. Faith. That you will believe and he promised. I said, Lord, will you and the Holy Spirit come tomorrow night? Hallelujah. And the Lord said, yes. Hallelujah. So Jesus will be here ministering. He will do whatever healing people believe him for. Whatever you believe him for, according to Isaiah 53.5, by his stripe, by his wound, you are healed. Understand that. Hallelujah. Jesus said he will heal you. Hallelujah. But he always asking you to believe him. Come without any doubt, just in faith, simple faith. And he will heal you. Hallelujah. That's his promise for tomorrow night. Hallelujah. Keep praying. Keep fasting for the healing for tomorrow night. The Lord is faithful. He will answer there. Shalom, Jesus, my Savior. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. Hallelujah. Let's keep talking about the millennium. Although the Lord, says Isaiah 30, 20, although the Lord gives you the bread and adversity and the water and affliction, your teacher will be hidden, will be hidden no more. With your own eyes, you will see them. Whether they turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear the voice behind you saying, this is the way walk in it. Then you will desecrate your eyes or overlay with silver, hallelujah, and all that. You will clean out your life. You will clean out, hallelujah, everything that is not of God. Hallelujah. Verse 23, he will also send you rain that sees you, sees you sow in the ground. The food that comes from, from, from the land will be rich and plentiful. I've seen this in the millennium. The fruit that comes from the land will be rich and plentiful. Plentiful, I'm sorry. It will be plentiful, hallelujah. And that day your cattle will graze and your broad meadow, hallelujah. The ass and the donkey that work with the soil will eat the, the fodder land, mash spread out in the fork and the shovel, and the day gray a slaughter when the tower falls, stream of water will flow on every high mountain and every lofty hill. Hallelujah. Listen to this. This is what I like about the millennium. Verse 26, Isaiah 30. The moon will shine like the sun. How do you like that? The moon will shine like the sun. This is in the millennium. The moon will shine like the sun. The sunlight will be seven times brighter like the, like the lights of seven days. How do you like that? Can you tell how wicked this place is now? 
that the sun, the sun is shining seven times less now in the millennium. It's going to shine seven times brighter. Seven times brighter in the millennium. That tells you that where the sun is right now from the earth is not the word of God. Hello, sin is in between all that. It's not in the word of God where it is now. Hallelujah. <laughs> because if it's going to shine seven times brighter in the millennium, and the earth is just going to be made new, then something is blocking the sun. The evil. The evil is blocking the sun. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, man, oh, man. The moon will shine like the sun. The sunlight will be seven times brighter, like the light of seven full moon. When the Lord binds up the bruise of his people and heals the wound of his afflicted. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So if you want to stay in this darkness now, when the sun is seven times less brighter, hallelujah, it's up to you. But if you want to go where the sun is seven times brighter, the moon shines like the sun now, hallelujah. So, so basically there's no darkness in the night over there. You are welcome there. You are welcome, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. God is so good. God is so awesome. He has so much, hallelujah. Verse 29, and you will sin, hallelujah, on the ninth, you will celebrate a holy festival. You will hear rejoice. Now, this is a confirmation of me now. Okay, I didn't see this before. In Isaiah 30, 29, hallelujah, because at one time the Lord took me into the millennium in the middle of the night there. And I saw festival. People were, were, were I told the people that I seen festival, people were celebrating. And they are in the millennium in the middle of the night. Hallelujah. I never seen this in the Word of God. I said, 30, 29, I said, and you will sing, and then the night you will celebrate a holy festival. Your heart will rejoice as when people are playing pipe up in the mountain of the Lord. I seen this with my own eyes. Hallelujah. With my own eyes, I seen this in the millennium, but I never saw this in the Bible until now. There it is. I saw celebration there. People were, were celebrating a festival. I, I didn't even know. And I always read it in the Bible that this is going to happen in the millennium. God is so awesome. Everything in his, in his, word, in his word. Hallelujah. Everything in his word. We just had to search it out. Hallelujah. Verse 30. The Lord will cause people to hear his majesty voice. In case you wonder that now the majority of people don't hear the Lord. They just don't hear the Lord. Listen to this in verse 30. The Lord will cause people to hear his majesty voice, hallelujah, and will make them see his arm coming down. Now will, now will you only hear the voice of Jesus in the millennium, okay? Now will you only hear his voice, hallelujah. You're also going to see his mighty hand. You're going to see, hallelujah, his hand coming down. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Verse 31, the voice of the Lord will shatter Assyria, if Hallelujah strike them down, that's from the end of the year. Every stroke of the Lord will lay down then, Hallelujah, and He will punish the clock. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, all these promises, Hallelujah, are for you and I. They're there, Hallelujah. They're His Word. We just got to seek it out. They're there, you and I. Hallelujah. God loves us so much. Don't miss what Jesus has for you. He has, Hallelujah, a, a, a celebration in store for you. You're going to get there, 
you're going to take the art and you're going to go out and you're going to look at people and play and dance around and join and celebrate. I, I didn't know what people were celebrating. There was like a festival there. People were celebrating in the middle of the night because the night was so clear. The moon was like the sun now. And that was in the middle. I knew it was the middle of the night. Some people had the lights on. Hallelujah. Because it was the daytime. But it was so clear outside like the sun right now. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Isaiah 32. The kingdom of righteousness. See, a king will reign in righteousness, says Isaiah. A ruler will rule with justice. Talking about Jesus. Each one will be like a shelter from the wind and rescue from the storm. Like stream of water in the desert, in the shadow of a rock, a, a, a thirsty land. Boy, even the land is thirsty for, the, for Jesus. Then the eyes of those who was, who was seen no longer be, be closed. When you start seeing the Lord and see everything he's going to do in the millennium, you'll never stop seeing that. That's going to be your everyday life. Jesus knocking on your door to eat supper with you will be like a day, a, a, an everyday thing. Hallelujah. He will never be too busy for you. He will always be available for his people. Remember, he's, he's God Almighty. He can be at all places at the same time. He can be at all places at the same time. Hallelujah. Shalom there, Sister Woliski. I hope she wasn't sick. Hallelujah. I haven't seen Sister Woliski for a while. Hallelujah. I hope my sister was not sick. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But if you were, we kept you in prayer anyway, Sister Woliski. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I know Sister Woliski has been traveling to see her family. I don't know if she's in the United States. Travel back. Hallelujah. But welcome to the Lord Tower. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We're talking about the millennium and what Jesus has for his people. Hallelujah. It, it is just so awesome. So awesome. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 3. The eyes of those who will see no longer will be closed. And the ear of those who hear will listen. The fearful heart will know and understand. The stammering tongue will be pure and clear. No longer will the fool be called noble. My people will live in peaceful dwelling and places. Oh, in secure home. <laughs> in undisturbing places of rest. This is where I was today. I was in my home in the millennium. Undisturbed. Undisturbed. Total peace. This is where you're going to be. When you, go, when you come down, you go to heaven for seven years, you see Jesus, you go to his throne, you give everyone a hug. Out of the silent, we're coming down, hallelujah, to the millennium for a thousand years, hallelujah. And then everything is peace, everything is joy. You're celebrating a festival in the middle of the night. You don't want to go to sleep. You're, you're not tired. you got all kinds of energy, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, I understand, Sister Melissa. That's true. That's true, hallelujah. So you, you're not back into, into your country, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And so... It is so wonderful what the Lord has for us. Hallelujah. So, so wonderful. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So, so wonderful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, and so, we got to look forward for that. We got to look forward for what Jesus, hallelujah, has for us. Hallelujah. Verse 20. How blessed you will be, sowing your seed by everything, and letting your cattle and donkey range free. Oh, you can loosen your donkey, you can loosen your cattle. They will go about. I saw, I saw animals, like cattle. I saw horses in the millennium. 
for eating the greenest ga- uh, grass, I'm sorry, that I, that I ever see. I only see grass like that in heaven. In the millennium, the grass is so green. Hallelujah. Animal, you can loosen them up, because I saw people doing that. Okay? And they were just free, like I say, I see there. How blessed would you be throwing your seed by every street and letting your cattle and donkey range free? Oh, man, oh, man. I seen this in the millennium, and, and it was so wonderful to see that. So wonderful, brothers and sisters, to see animals just being free in the green grass. They were eating that grass like they never ate a, a, a grass taste so good before. No wonder the Bible says that, that when, the, when the New Jerusalem come down after the white throne, hallelujah, the, 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 the lion will eat grass. Who's not going to eat that grass? Even I think I'm going to taste some of that grass. Oh, how green that grass and pure looks, hallelujah. They're going to be contaminated. No more global, uh, global warning anymore. No more of this uh, BP launching uh, uh, oil, hallelujah, and all that in the sea. All that mess they created, hallelujah. The Lord is going to come and set, and set that straight. Set that right. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. You, you can look forward to this, brothers and sisters. You can look forward to the promise of God because he's faithful. Hallelujah. He's not a man that he will lie. He's not a man that he will lie. He is faithful God. You can rejoice in him. You can trust him. His promise will come to pass. Thank you, Jesus. Isaiah 33. The Lord is a salty, for he dwells in high. He will fill Zion with justice and righteousness. He will be the sure foundation for your time. A wisdom of salvation, of wisdom and knowledge, the fear, excuse me, the fear of the Lord is the key to this treasure. You want to enjoy what Jesus has for you? Fear Him. Hallelujah. Fear Him. Serve Him. Seek Him. Repent to Him every day. Hallelujah. Because the fear of the Lord is the key to this. This is the, the fear of Jesus. The fear to Him is the key to this blessing. He has for us, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. You got no idea. It has not come to your mind what the Lord has in store for you. This is how much he loves you. Hallelujah. Listen to this. I say it again. I see it again. I said 3320. Look on Zion, the city of our festival. For your eyes will see Jerusalem, a peaceful above, and te- a tent that will not be removed. That will not be moved. Hallelujah. A tent will never be pulled out. Pull up, I'm sorry. Hallelujah. Nor any of it ro- broken. So Jerusalem is going to be such a great city. I've been there. I'm telling you, hallelujah, the presence of the Lord in the street of Jerusalem is going to be so awesome for a thousand years. So much joy, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. And there's no devil there, no demon at all. None. No devil, no demon will be there. Hallelujah. This is what the Lord had in store. I was there today for half an hour. This afternoon, the Lord Jesus took me there. I was not in Jerusalem, but I was in the millennium. And the earth was so peaceful. So peaceful. Why Jesus is in Jerusalem? My home was so beautiful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm waiting for that. I'm not going to say I can't wait. No, no. I will wait for it. But with the Lord's strength, with the Lord's help. Because we cannot do this on our own, brothers and sisters. The Lord has to help.